Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. I know I say it every time, but I can't express it enough. <laughs> Thank you so much for being you, for being here, spending 20 minutes out of your day. Well, let's crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the asshole? Husband threw a barbecue party for his friends. I refused to help. Party was a disaster. Disclaimer, we are all vaccinated. So my husband likes to invite his friends. Note, his friends, I am not close with them, for barbecue parties. He prides himself on his barbecue skills. The thing is, I always end up doing everything. He buys and preps the meat and then grills and serves it and collects praise for his barbecue skills. I have to buy drinks, get out with enough dishes, clean up the patio and deck, non-native speaker, I don't know which one to use. I prepare the sides and veggies, I refill the drinks and take away dishes. We don't use paper plates or plastic cups since I find it wasteful, so as to keep the main table tidy. It's just non-stop work for me. He just told me last week that he invited his friends for Saturday, so yesterday, just announced it, didn't ask me. I said, well, okay, do I know anyone? Nope, those are his workmates and they won't be bringing their spouses. My husband calls it a guy's night. I said, okay then, guy's night, well, enjoy yourselves. I will be in my craft room working on some of my projects and drinking wine. He said he will handle it. Spoiler alert, he did not handle it. He got the meter right, but just ignored any other preparation. And I was just so sick and tired of being taken for granted. He never asked me for help, I just do stuff. So I didn't do anything. The patio was a mess, the upholstery of the garden furniture was all messy from our dogs, the table wasn't wiped down. There was stuff lying all around. His friends arrived, I welcomed them and then excused myself to my classroom, put some music on and worked. Cue the messages. He started asking for stuff like where are the plates? We only keep a small set in the kitchen, the rest is in the basement. Where are the cups? Why isn't the beer chilled? Where is the non-alcoholic beer? Did I not buy it? Where are the sides? I just replied that he would handle it all himself. Edit, this is also where I might be the arsehole. It would have just taken me just minutes to at least tell him where the stuff is. I checked on the guys a few hours later and it was a disaster. Table all cluttered, they ordered some takeout with sides, there weren't enough dishes and silverware. Someone had to go drive for drinks. On Sunday today, he was all grumpy and actually told me that he was disappointed that I didn't pull my weight and that I made our family look sloppy and bad. I told him I'm not his little housewife and that he is a big guy and if he embarrassed himself in front of his workmates, that's all on him. And that I'm glad they can at least see a tiny bit of the work that I do around the house. He got upset and went for a run to let off steam. Oh, and the patio is full of dishes. He didn't even clean the grill. I'm not touching anything. Edit and an update. 
Thank you for the comments. This made me realize that I'm at fault as well for tolerating this for so long. I went out to clear my head. My husband came back from his run and is pointedly not speaking to me and reconsider many things in our marriage. Now, I hope, I think this one's going to be an absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. I certainly hope it's going to be that because why would she be taking part in something that she's not involved with when it's a boy's night anyway? And it sounds like wife was nothing to do with this at all. It was his party and his friends, you know, it's all to do with him. He should be dealing with it. Maybe if he came at this from a different angle and he asked her and respected her, then things might be different. But he doesn't respect her in any way whatsoever by the looks of this and just expects her to be doing everything, even on his parties. That's insane. Wow. But we'll start with LaCroix saying, not the arsehole. In fact, you're not the arsehole that you are my hero. Your husband can kick rocks. There it is. If he wants to look at the person who failed, he just needs to look at himself in the mirror. A specialist goose says not the arsehole is he always this entitled rethink your entire relationship dynamic if he is and start demanding for the kind of treatment you deserve an alarm clock tick says not the arsehole i love this kind of take a stand thing you are not an assistant slave maid or cleaner it's going to be a while before your husband will do another barbecue not until he learns how much of a job it takes to organize a proper barbecue party you stand your ground sister <laughs> And Dubot says, not the arsehole. Why do you think you'd want to waitress for free at his guy's night is a mystery. Hopefully I understand the invisible work you were doing all this time now and appreciate you for it. I'd also guess that while it was a disaster compared to the usual, that most of the guests probably had no idea. And fuck you Galen says, not the arsehole. And this is a hill to die on. Mostly because my husband is not an arsehole and would not do this to me. So it seems hilarious to me that yours thinks this type of behavior, treating your spouse like a party planner without so much as a buy your leave is acceptable. And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do if you was in the situation, if you was in the wife's situation? How would you feel about it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And this next story is from middle of dinner. Am I the arsehole for walking off in the middle of dinner? My friend was trying to set me, 27 male, up with one of her friends. Only reason I said yes was because she kept pushing us to go out and telling me she thinks we'd be a cute couple. So whatever, I gave in and we agreed to meet at this restaurant. Her choice, by the way. It was this Mexican restaurant and I've been there before. They make some really good enchiladas. I may have mispronounced that too. The tables are spaced out because of COVID and obviously not a lot of seats available for people who want to eat. So we spent like 15 minutes waiting to get a table. This girl was already getting impatient and literally the second we get a table, she's talking shit to the waitress who came to ask us what we want to drink about how they shouldn't be open if they're not able to cater to their customers. She was just being super rude to this lady for absolutely no reason. Funny thing was, she's being totally nice to me. First gave her shit because she brought her ice in her drink, but never asked for it to have no ice, which I pointed out to her, but she didn't believe me because she knows she asked for no ice. Then again, got mad because there wasn't any burgers on the menu. It's a Mexican restaurant. I told her if she wanted burgers, we could have gone to a place that serves burgers. But she claimed this place did serve burgers because she's been here before again starts giving the waitress a hard time and i tried hard not to let it get to me up until she called the waitress a fucking dumbass and to do her job at that point i apologized to the waitress and then told the girl we're done here i took out my wallet to pay for the drinks also tipped for the waitress and told her i'm not putting up with her bullshit anymore this girl was calling for me but i walked out the restaurant and drove off 
She came in a separate car, by the way, so it's not like she was left stranded. My phone was blowing up. All the messages from this girl were on pretty much called her worst date and other names too. Then my friend was giving me a hard time because now she's embarrassed to be around this girl knowing I just walked off during our dinner. And she says I could have handled it better than acting like a complete jackass if I didn't like the way she was acting. At least could have been a gentleman and made it through the meal instead of humiliating her. I don't know, that stuff really bothers me. My mum was a waitress and I'd be at her work all the time after school until her shift ended. Saw the way customers treated her sometimes, so I guess it was personal for me, seeing how this girl was being. Not sure if I was letting my emotions get the best of me and if I was in fact an ass the way I reacted. Again, this is another not the asshole. You stood up for this person. You was kind, you was polite, and you done the mature thing. You wasn't rude about it. You even paid for her goddamn drinks. And well done to you for giving the tip to the waitress as well for having to put up with that shitty behavior. Arseholes are not entitled to your time. Absolutely not. And I think I would have done exactly the same as you in that situation. There's no way I would sit there and let someone berate a waitress in front of me. No chance at all. So absolutely not the arsehole. But Lilac Flores says, and definitely not the arsehole, a very big not the arsehole, that girl, she is most definitely not a woman with how childish she was acting, was disgusting and rude. That girl is not entitled to have you save her face, especially if she was being a big arsehole. You should be proud that you walked away, that you didn't put up with that behavior. It expressly shows to her that it's wrong, and it shows the way to that someone has her back against people like that. And Larambi says, you weren't a jackass. You didn't cuss anyone out. I think you made the most mature decision you could have. Not the asshole. And BT says, not the asshole. How people treat servers, bar staff, and retail workers says a lot about people. You dodged a bullet. And Difficult Eye says, not the asshole. She was way out of line from what it sounds like. Treating your server that badly is a red flag. You dodged a bullet. And one more from Chew My Fudge saying, ah, I see, two-faced date, not the arsehole. Good thing you were the kind who doesn't ignore how people treat others in such a blatantly disrespectful way. Red flags and some still think, oh well, she's nice to me so I'm special or whatever. I guess your friend who set the date up chose to ignore those red flags for whatever reason. She got so used to ignoring that behavior that she won't understand why you did what you did. Clearly more concerned with being humiliated. You didn't make a scene. You didn't yell or cuss at anyone. You simply got up, told the girl the day it is over, paid for the drinks and gave a waitress a tip. How does that make you the asshole? And now I turn this one to you guys. I know there's a fair few of you who have been waitresses in the past and you've told me your stories before. But as always, I love to hear them. So don't forget to share them below. And let's move on to the next one. And our next story is from Kokichi. Am I the asshole for taking my sister to get our hair dyed? So me and my sister were talking and she brought up how she wanted purple hair. She has very dark brown, almost black, same with me. And I told her we could go to my friend's house and dye it there so our mum didn't know. She's very strict with that stuff and my sister told me that our mum and stepdad would get mad and I said they had no control over what we wanted to look like. So we went over to my friend's house and she dyed her hair purple and I did green or green blue and it both came out pretty good we went back home the next morning and our mother flipped and said we're too young i'm 14 and my sister is 12. i told her that she couldn't control everything we did and our stepdad came in and said while we lived on their house we would look how they wanted us to 
but they couldn't really do anything about the die and so they let my sister go without punishment but they told me because I was the older one and the troublemaker I couldn't go to school the next day. I actually like my school because it's a small therapeutic private school and I get along well with everyone and have really close friends. Sure enough, my stepdad called me out sick and I couldn't go. My stepdad was the one who suggested taking me out of school for the day, not my mum, which really isn't a surprise. But am I the arsehole for not listening? And we'll start off with Kajafar saying, you're the arsehole, you're still a teenager living under your parents' house. Is dyeing your hair to express yourself a big deal? No, but this rebel idea of I can do whatever I want makes you the arsehole. Also, if you're going to do it, fine, but to involve a preteen like your sister as well when you know your parents wouldn't approve. Wait till you've grown up a little and are not living under their roof, then feel free to express yourself however you want. And Dirty Bird Feeder says you're the arsehole for dyeing your 12-year-old sister's hair. Your head is yours, and I get that you want to be independent, but dyeing your sister's is a whole different story. She is 12, that is very much still an age where it's your mum's role to decide what's best. When you have your own kids, you can dye their hair whatever you want, but your sister is not your child. You massively overplayed your hand. Note, I have a daughter six and for her birthday she wants pink streaks and I'm okay with that but if she did it behind my back, I'd banish TV and tablets and phones. I'd put the whole house on lockdown. There'd be no coming back. It's all about consent and you're not old enough to consent for your sister. Sneaking around behind your mum's back shows your level of immaturity and makes you the arsehole. And Yayi says, you're the arsehole. If you're going to be a rebel, leave your preteen sister out of it. I dyed my hair purple at 15. My mum said no for years, but since I respected her answers, she felt I was mature enough to dye it. Ended up taking me to get it done professionally, paid for it and the touch-ups. Now you have an at-home bleach job, which you'll be surprised how badly it damages your hair. Parents who are aware, you don't respect them, which makes things harder for you going forward. And you've taught your little sister to rebel because they can't control everything. And Alexis says, everyone sucks here. You went against your parents' wishes by doing this. As you are underage, your parents' wishes in most things supersede your own. I'm told that dyeing your hair can be quite dangerous, especially if done incorrectly, as tends to happen with teenage girls. That said, your parents are the arsehole for getting so mad about stupid things like getting your hair colored. Additionally, your stepdad sucks for not letting you go to school. You missed a potentially important day of learning, socialization, etc. because your stepdad wanted to punish you. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And this next story comes from Yeah Birdie. Am I the arsehole for switching my maid of honor after my first one refused to give a speech due to anxiety? I'm getting married next month. My fiance and I were expecting speeches from the best man, maid of honor, and our fathers slash mothers. I let my maid of honor know about six months in advance that she would need to give a speech. Just last week, she came forward and said she had bad anxiety giving speeches to the point of panic and didn't want to give a speech at my wedding. So I told her that speech is really important to me and I would be choosing another bridesmaid to be the maid of honor. Well, she was clearly upset but just said, okay, and that was it. I was looking forward to the speeches and they mean a lot to me. On top of that, I just think it would be uncomfortable if the best man was giving a speech and then the maid of honor never spoke. People would be wondering, why isn't she giving a speech too? Am I the asshole in this situation for trying to just make my wedding the way I'd like? And there is an edit slash update to this one which we will cover after the comments. 
But my thoughts on this one isn't like the maid of honor, like your true best friend, your true person who stands by your side, who helps you get through it. And it's not about the speeches and stuff like that. It's just the person that that's so close to you that you want them to be your maid of honor. And it sounds like they're going to do everything else. They just don't want to give this speech. And I can totally get when I was growing up, I have anxiety about speaking in front of people. I don't so much anymore. Obviously, I'm running the YouTube channel, but it's quite different when you're not like in front of big groups of people. My anxiety does start to build, but I can do it these days. But I totally get where the bridesmaid would be coming from. The maid of honor would be coming from in this situation. And for you to so flippantly say, oh, I'm going to change my maid of honor then. It just you're playing down the role. That's the way it is to me anyway. And I might be totally wrong. That might not be what the maid of honor is, but jumping in my head it just seems like that's the closest relationship to you the closest friend to you in this situation it might not be i don't know but i'm going to stick with this one so you're the arsehole in this situation to me but rb1327 says you're the arsehole choosing the maid of honor used to be about the relationship you had with her not for what she could do for you in regard to wedding plans prep speeches whatever and people also weren't required to give speeches or even toast at weddings that was once an optional and often spontaneous thing to do Personally, I think it's really weird to demand someone, or in your case, six people, get up and basically praise you in front of everyone. How attention-hungry are you? It's already your wedding, and everyone is there just to celebrate you. And PW Trash says, I wonder what your wedding is truly about. Is it to gather with friends and family as you and your spouse begin your life together? Or is it to hear folks talk about how wonderful you are? I think the best witness you could make to your character would have been to have honored her presence in your lives as more important than what in my experience as an officiant would probably be a crappy speech. The fact that you're willing to publicly dishonor the person who ostensibly is one of your closest friends because she is too anxious to make a glowing speech about you makes a very clear statement as to your priorities as this important moment in your life. Also, don't be surprised when your friendship drifts over time, whether she's a sister, friend, etc. You told her in no uncertain terms that if she can't praise you in public, she's not your true friend. In my experience, you really are missing out here. I found that the joy of generous kindness is far richer than the satisfaction of things going as I envisioned. My meager plans are no match for the beauty of authentic relationship. You're the arsehole. And there's an edit to the response, which we'll cover after the response. So we go up to that first, which then says, edit, I'm getting pretty overwhelming, you're the arsehole response, and I do feel quite guilty. I'm making sure to include the previous chosen maid of honor as a bridesmaid, and I will be talking with her to make sure she's still okay in that role. I'm also trying to be very understanding of her anxiety issues, but it's just been extremely difficult for me to choose a maid of honor and see this whole thing through. I've been extremely stressed for my kids and my work. So having this additional stressor made things so much more challenging for me. Then we go back to the response on this one. So edit to, in your response to your response. Your stress is not due to her anxiety. Your stress is due to your having this picture of your wedding as it must be and perceiving anything other than that as loss. I'm pretty old and I can tell you with a high degree of confidence that this approach to things, especially important things, does not lead to happy places. An involuntary cynic says, depending where you live, it is not necessarily normal for the maid of honor to speak. And quotes, I was looking forward to the speeches and they mean a lot to me. And then says, you're the arsehole for downgrading your friend for this reason. And it kind of sounds like you're wanting praise and attention. And that you're prioritizing that over your friend's comfort. You already have in other speeches. If it's that important, why not have two maid of honors rather than downgrading your friend? 
And Maddie215 says, you're the arsehole. Speeches. When my husband and I married, the best man gave a toast. That's it. When did speeches become a thing? Your friend has anxiety and you dump her over her disability because three speeches aren't enough for you. And DJ Cat says, you're the arsehole. Maid of Honor is supposed to be your best friend. You're basically tossed her aside due to her fear of public speaking. You are an awful friend. You could have asked another bridesmaid to make the speech instead. And Banana Hammer says, you're the arsehole. You don't want a maid of honor. You want a performer. If you wanted her, you could have worked together on finding solutions. She could have made a little slideshow or one of those cute videos of her holding up index cards or something else could have read the speech. Or she could have picked out a song for the band slash DJ to play like a zillion other things. You put the performance over the person. That's not friendship. What a massive arsehole thing to do. And now I turn this one to you guys. How would you feel if you was in that position? Do you have like a fear of public speaking? And what if your best friend did this to you? How would you feel about it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it massively helps out our channel. It really, really does. Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Boxes are defeating. Purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing. Life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive more. I just want to feel alive more. I feel hurt all the time, boy. I can't see straight. I've been running. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.